sure that you never waste no time. Nah, 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 nah. I can't miss a trick. Nah, 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 nah. I gotta make Welcome back, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Filmmakers Hour. We're back. We're better. And we're upgrading with every single show. I know. Last week, uh, we didn't have a camera at all because I forgot it. And this week, we have a camera. And Evan's done some very fancy stuff. Yes. And we are now just... It's all coming in together. So we won't even really have to do much editing. Yeah. Uh, for people who might want to be out there and they want to streamline the process... Let's tell them basically what we did. We went through the website Vimeo. Mm -hmm. uh, many people will know that, especially if you're an indie filmmaker, you know it because all the indie short films come from Vimeo. And if you go in there into the recording options, they do have a screen recorder. I was doing this for a tutorial that I'm preparing, mm -hmm. which are tutorials about how to use uh, Adobe Audition and Audacity and all that stuff. And then I realized there was an option to capture through, uh, um, how is it called? Through a webcam. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I realized that our mixing desk and our microphones are connected through that. So if it is picking up your professional microphones like this, I'm like, the only thing we're missing is a webcam. And then you came in. With my, my webcam. You came in with the Sony FX. <laughs> yeah, that's just my webcam, though. That's, uh, that's his webcam, guys. It's yeah. just, you know, I don't use very, it. very good quality. I don't use it for anything else apart from, like, Facebook calls with my mom. <laughs> Wanted to see me in 4K. That's actually very squid, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, that's a joke. I do use it all the time. It's a great camera. It's a great camera. It is, it is, yes. So, yeah, even if your camera is not with a, come with a built-in uh, capture card, you can do it with a capture card as well, like an external yeah, one. Yeah, like 10 quid off Amazon. Like, I uh, mean, that, that, that's a good deal. And I'm thinking yeah. of implying implementing this on even more shows, so it's going to be a good idea. Yes, yes, you could do it, and you could even... You could do it. There's so many interesting things you could do with it. And definitely, you, even if you got like more than one camera, that'd be interesting. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this works out. Yeah. We're going to keep it developing really? and see, getting this show even yeah. better and bigger. Simple and streamlined. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a quick catch up <laughs> of our adventures yes. and then we'll talk about the other stuff. Because as you know, we are filmmakers. We haven't been back in a couple of weeks. We were very busy, me especially. <laughs> I am the worst. I'm sorry, guys. You have been very busy, haven't you? But now I have an editor. You'll see him in a coming up episode, by the way. Yes. <laughs> now I have an editor and he's going to take this off my hands. <laughs> and I told him if like there's too much stuff to edit, I'll get another editor. Not, uh, not an editor's editor, like a team. It's more editors. You do this. You do that. I do this. We do that. Do this. Do that. Okay. <laughs> um, what I wanted to mention was basically that... Um, I got lost my train of thought. I was very busy because I was in a film set. Hey! So... We love I, a good film set. Uh, I mean, as people know, I am doing my internship with Film Lester. But Film Lester is the media part of the whole company. There's also the create, well, the creative slash the part that film stuff called Created by 10. They're owned by the same people. We are basically the same company. So Created by 10 had to shoot a corporate recruitment video for a company called PPL P PRS. I don't know if you That's know. That's a it. very like long name. PPL PRS. PPL PRS. Yeah, I know it's weird because it's yeah. two, it used to be two companies, PPL and then PRS and then they merged. And they were doing a recruitment video. It's a, it's a, it's a very interesting company to work mm -hmm. for. I, I might have I would have been interested because they're a music company, but they're a music rights company. Mm. I remember their offices were incredible. Like they had offices per music genre. There was the hip hop office, the rock office, the country office. It was very fun. 
So we were there with our equipment. It was the first time I saw a 6K black magic on action. I was like, my brain was melting. It's small, isn't it? They're small as well. Oh, yeah, they're tiny and they're so yeah. powerful. We also had, it was the first time I used like a movement rig that was mm. done with a phone. So literally he used his phone and the slider of the camera would move right, left and right. Oh, that that's, was incredible. That's nice. That was very nice. It was the first time we used sandbags for the lights. Yeah. <laughs> it was then when I realized that I hate lighting. You hate lighting? I hate lighting. It's my, it's, it's the worst. I know this is an Heavy, thing. isn't it? It's the worst equipment to set up. It's so tedious. I hate it. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, you got to be really careful with like lighting stands as well. Because you know, like the, like these here, these tighteners, I don't mm -hmm. know if you could probably see that on the video. Yeah, you probably uh, could see that. Um, like they're on lights a lot of the time, but if you screw them, like you think like, oh, you want to get that stand nice and tight. Yeah. But that, that, they wear really easily and a lot of people just screw them and they, they just break so <sighs> yeah. easily. Yeah. Lighting equi equipment stands aren't always the best. Um. And again, it's like, did you have a C stand? Yeah, we yeah. had a C stand. That they they are, I love them, very yeah, handy. Yeah, yeah. But man, um, and this will bring me on to something I want to talk about later. <laughs> like, you've got no chance of like carrying that anywhere, like for a long distance. If you're if you're commuting, you know, you have to drive it in a big car, and they oh, are yeah. heavy to carry. I used to use them a lot on shoots, and you know, it, it, it's just like a big thing to be fair we are fortunate enough to have a van although yeah. it was very funny when my boss andy was like that's the dream owning the van and i'm like that sounds very dodgy the van yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're showing up at the van and we just all like hello <laughs> okay all jokes aside a van literally will fit all the equipment in we had yeah. to put everything in and out it was very fun it was a three-day shoot i was there for all three days it was insane the first mm. one was interviews basically them talking about why you should join the company all that stuff the second one was b-roll and the third one was a bit of everything. Yeah, we took a bit of everything. It was very fun. The people were very good uh, working there and great experience. I mean, it it was magic. I love filming. Yeah. So I was very happy to be on set, and I'm very happy to announce that I'll be back on a set next week. Oh, brilliant news! Brilliant news! Back carrying the C stands. Yes, I mean not exactly. Uh, so for people who don't know, next week. I mean, whatever week this comes out. Anyway, next week for me, I will be in London where we'll be filming a conference, which is going to be very fun. A lot of people from big places are going to be there, hopefully. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to name any names, but, uh, you know, a lot of people of importance will be there. And I cannot wait because I've never been to a, a serious conference and I've never filmed something similar like that before. Yeah. I mean, the PPL, PPRS thing was a commercial, so basically I've done commercials before. I don't think I've ever done a conference. It's kind of impossible to find one. I've done conferences before. Oh, you did? Yeah, I've done them before. I, I find them... I've done... I, I think I've done a couple, you know. I've done mm -hmm. one where there was like five of us. This was ages yeah. ago. This was like a few years back, before way before COVID. Um, and I... Uh, that was like... I was on just getting video. Um, there were five of us and one of us was a photographer. Mm -hmm. And I was getting a few photos as well. And it was very boring, to be honest. Yeah. I wasn't engaged. Uh, I think it's very static. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I I, think this will be fun for me because it's going to be my first time. But when it comes to shots and shot types and everything, yeah. it is very static. It's like, uh, it's when, like... We, when we did live uh, production with TV, 
one of the first thing our teacher told us, uh, Adam, hopefully we'll get him on the show. He was a floor manager mm. on Top Gear. So the first thing he advised us, go for something easy. And he mentioned news because news doesn't have a lot of type of shots, if you think about it. Yeah, no. It's, it's, it's very static, right? Very, People are sitting around and talking. That's, yeah. that's the conference I'm thinking, something similar. It's more about getting like a clear, clean shot than a like... You know, you don't want some weird, like, I don't know, high angle. It's like, oh, please, uh, yeah. film, f- film this conference in that angle while you back, to- you back <laughs> up your, tro- your dolly and you do a crash zoom. And I'm like, wait, what? And there's a lot of static shots and all that stuff, but can you imagine them asking you to do some very wild stuff? It's like... Another thing that I saw for the first time also used on the set was the Apple Box. I didn't know what the Apple Box was. Oh, I like the Apple Box. I like the Apple Box as well. For people who don't know, it's a wooden box where you used to stand if you're not, let's say, <laughs> tall enough. If you're a short king like me, and you know our prime minister right now, big up on the short kings. <laughs> we rule the world. But you have to carry the apple boxes around. Yeah. If you're Tom Cruise as well, sorry, Tom, I love your movies, but it's obvious you're using an apple box sometimes. Um, so what was it like having all this access to all this equipment? Because obviously, like... It's so nice. It sounds know? like you've got like quite a lot of stuff. Oh, we have a lot. Our uh, Because I was sorting out the back room one day, our back room has so much stuff in it. Mm. It's actually kind of insane. How big is it? Is it about as big as this room or bigger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this room. And it's... But like our equipment is so, so, so good quality. Yeah. So uh, I love being in a suit. I can't wait to be on my next one. Oh, my God. I know I'm technically the runner of the set, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's experience, isn't it? It's experience what counts. And... And, you know, it's money, it's payment, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm getting yeah. paid. Getting paid. Um, and that and that's, like, a big thing. Like, even, like, and that whole thing about transporting kit, like, even when we was on my shoot mm-hmm. uh, for Possession. Oh, we, yeah. We had so much equipment there. And, again, it's going to go into a point about what we were talking about yesterday mm-hmm. is we, I was shooting very close to where I, I lived and, you know, we had to do wheel. We had to wheel about twice two crates of equipment, and then we had someone yeah. drive some equipment as well. Michael, thank you for that. Um, yeah, and Anna. Um, but you know, yeah, it took and us. I like... think Tom also drives. Oh, and Tom died. Yes, he did. Yes, he's got... the only one of us that yeah. actually drives. So yeah, and exactly, and you know, we we did that over you know a few days, and he, and even one trip wasn't enough. Like we had one trip, and then people take stuff down. Um, because it was a hell of a lot of equipment. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. And this is the thing what annoys me because I have to this date, to this day, lost to this day three Sorry, jobs because of not being having a car at the minute. Yeah, which is frustrating because you know you get all the skills, but then you haven't got this one bit of equipment which. It's unrelated to filmmaking in a way. And it's kind of important. Yeah. Like, uh, I know many people uh, don't say that, but uh, driving is important. Having your own... Like, me seeing it in action with all the heavy equipment mm-hmm. and all the expensive equipment we had was amazing. Yeah. And, okay, we had they had, like, a staff room where we can actually put them. So, for the next days, we didn't have to bring them back and forth. Yeah. But even if we did, when you have the van, it's different. Yeah, exactly. And Like, that London suit won't happen until... Uh, it, it wouldn't happen if... You didn't have the transport. car because, like, we're gonna start at five and be there at eight. Exactly, and I and like for my personal sort of thing, like I'm limited to what I can carry. Yeah. Uh, unless I get someone on my crew who drives, or I if I quickly 
get a driving license in the next few months. I know for the next few months I am limited at least for the next six months to what I can carry or I need a budget to buy a driver uh, on the set. And and I think that's like a weird position to be in because... I know. As as a guy who has to start commuting to Birmingham and Leicester back and forth a lot soon, I'm like, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, and it's like... um, Again, it's like I think that's a little quick tip. Uh, even if you have the video skills, make sure you have some of the surrounding skills, like yeah. driving. But that's not to say you can't get opportunities. Like you, you don't drive, and yeah. you've you've got loads. Of, you've got some really good opportunities. Oh, at the incredible opportunities! I'm yeah. not gonna lie. And exactly, but it. But like, how long will you have your feet to carry you? Like, eventually, yeah. you ha- it's something you have to get. Exactly, and particularly when you're getting them higher. Uh, job like say so for me personally i want to do mm-hmm. bigger projects of eventually. course everyone does. like and for that really it'll be so much more efficient and easier if you have a car oh, like yeah. i can go work on a set if i wanted and bring my camera and you know or like say if i was a runner or a producer or whatever mm-hmm. them sort of jobs might not require to drive as much yeah. but it's very very handy to have yeah it's, it is very handy i'm not gonna lie so I, I think that's my goal for this year, <laughs> just to get that done. No, like filming, nothing, just that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually, it's as you said, it's something that should be done in the future. Hopefully our Lambof, Lambofitis won't carry us all the time. Yes. <laughs> Trying to do a pun. It's not that easy. I like that. My Lambofitis. We, 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 could, we could get a limbo. Uh, no, what's it called? What's it big long cars? Lamborghini? It's a Lamborghini. No, no, the really long ones. Limousine. Oh, the limo. The yeah, limousine. That's yeah. what we should get. Limousine. Put the equipment on a yeah. limousine. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be enjoyed by plenty of people, not just, oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, talking about that, like, so mm-hmm. what would you consider yourself trying to do at the minute? Are you trying to uh freelance in terms of uh like getting experience you know what sort of like your i mean here's the thing when it comes i i currently i mean i'm leaving my part-time job Mm -hmm. i have a contract that gives me 10 hours a week in an office job which is good this is uh, the film lester part portion Mm -hmm. of my job this is the steady thing it's very steady it's always there the guys are very literally and relaxed and everything with me after that I do freelance the sets and the filming because it's all dependent on me if I can do it or not. Yeah. And from what I've seen, from uh, what uh, my boss submitted, he does give me extra hours for that reason. So it, it, it's good. I'm happy that he did. Oh, so your job is for Film Lester and the created by... It created by 10, my freelance thing where okay. I'm just doing it for the experience. That's good. And of course, yeah, if people haven't already found out, I am becoming part of the BBC as my part-time job. Yeah, It's mainly my weekend job, but it is a freelance position. And they were very specific on how they worded things. For example, now they asked me about dates, about training. They were very like, could you please clear this date? Because I'm not technically their employee. They're very relaxed. And as they said before, my program will not be a steady thing. It will be more like, can you do this and this and this and this? For that to the BBC. Yeah. And you're like, yes, let's go. That's, yeah. that's basically a freelancer because they don't interrupt me from working from another company. I have a control more over my schedule and my time. And that's a great thing, let's I, be honest. I like my, like, I, I work freelance as well. 
um, mm-hmm. and I, I have different sort of clientele. Mm-hmm. So there's like the one-off gigs, like, you know, mm-hmm. can you do this video? And it's like, oh, can you shoot this event? And I yeah. just go and do it. And, you know, they're very one-off sort of things. And then there's sort of like my regular people. And I, this is where I'm sort of trying to uh, connect it to your BBC is, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, even mm-hmm. if it's regular, like I have like a client what I've now been working for seven months mm-hmm. and you know I make regular videos for them yeah, yeah. but it's not a commitment I'm not, I'm not employed by them yeah and it's not you know I, I'm pretty sure if I was like a regular employee of the BBC I will have a steady schedule and be like those days you are there that's it yeah find your way to be there <laughs> they wouldn't be as relaxed as they are now yeah exactly I, and there's benefits and drawbacks to that one drawback is for being freelance is um continue uh, don't worry I yes just tangled my own <laughs> <laughs> um yeah one drawback I, i i have found is you know you don't get sick pay you don't get holiday pay you don't get um we need to get some wireless ones We do. We need like little Apple mm. AirPods. <laughs> yeah, you don't get holiday pay. I know that, and sick pay, and it's it's it it kind of sucks. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So I try to accommodate that with higher rates. You know, like yeah, you're getting ba- you're getting paid well. It's not yeah. like you're gonna get paid nothing. Yeah. So and I think and also like with freelance, if you're smart and you, at any point you could just say email your client say hey from this day i'm raising my rates to this amount oh yeah of course especially okay? if you are the business yeah exactly because that's that's my you know i'm not going to ask them to review my pay as such i'm going to just i feel like you're in a position where you can just negotiate yeah. that whenever i you mean want. i will shout out jack to this and maybe we'll get him for another episode yeah i know you already had him because he's a great script writer but he's also doing the thing now where he's setting up his own business yes we were talking about it in the last uh, demon committee meeting and vaguely because he's doing his own advertising now he's his own business we should do a special where he talks to us about that process because yes. from what he told me it's an arduous process but this is something that people will find fun not everyone is made to be working in a company some people want to make their own empire which i respect a lot yeah um because that's what um so i, I kind of like relate to that because i've been doing that exactly i was about well. to give you the this is the pass <laughs> and you're the attacker and now you score the goal uh, there's so much stuff though which you don't realize yeah there's is, a lot of paperwork right so for one is invoicing um mm-hmm. you have to you don't when you're working for a job you it's all kind of smooth you don't you don't the tax is nothing to do with you really unless they get it wrong you don't have to invoice it you just got to check yeah. your pace let's see if the page is the right amount with if, when you're working freelance you have to have a have a way of calculating your rate and how much you've worked so whether you do that hourly or day rates I knew I try and keep the day rates as much as I can um or project rates and then you've got to invoice that you know mm-hmm. you got to make that invoice you got to mm-hmm. and then you got to make sure you you know look at your tax liabilities and stuff like oh, that oh yeah there's a lot uh, and you know um cuz you want and that's the thing you want all that in good shape i mean the thing about starting freelancers it usually starts part time anyway yeah always and and then it can grow to full time and you know and it it depends if you're a freelance i i i view it in two ways there's like freelance most film crew are freelance mm-hmm. yeah so it depends if you're a freelance crew like you're just like a contractor you're there to be, do camera operating or you're a freelance producer you're a freelance assistant director or are you a freelance sort of provider 
So you're like a freelance production company mm-hmm. where you have where you're where you're actually trying to create a service rather than you just being you know a crew member. Yeah, and that and that sort of changes it because then you can go into the whole direction of actually being a business um, rather than being rather being self-employed. You can actually have a business, and that's even more complicated. And I'm not going to bother doing that. Yeah, for it is it the is. next few years. Yeah. But it is it is a nice thing. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It is nice. Sometimes it is nicer to be the master of your own destiny. It definitely is. Yes, it definitely is. It, it, and uh, as a guy who has made a point that he likes to work with companies and his uh, he sees his future as corporate, yeah. a, I'm not. We're not on radio. I don't have to censor myself. Yeah. I see my future as corporate as fuck. Do you? <laughs> AF. Yeah, I see me jumping from yeah. corporation to corporation because it's something I re- like. The moment the BBC thing happened, I'm like, well, this is basically the key that unlocks me a lot of doors. I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to ride this wave. Yeah. And I remember I recently, and that's like a, yeah. for everyone, doesn't matter if you're a filmmaker, whatever job you do, it's always good to write down things and then pursue them. I made a list of 12 other possible locations for me to do my placement because there are a lot of uh, placement opportunities. To be fair, I'm pretty sure the BBC could offer me a placement, but no one guarantees me that. And I cannot sleep on my morals, on my role, whatever the Americans say. <laughs> I cannot sleep and let it pass by. I need to have a lot of options because mm. after I hit, I think after I hit my second big company or even the BBC as a placement, I mean, I think I'm guaranteed a job on a company, no matter what. Yeah. like Because it's... a big part of it is uh, what ex- what name recognition do you have in your CV? What have you done and all the stuff? And the other half of it. It's basically selling yourself, which I think I'm doing a great job. You're very good at selling yourself. (laughs) I'm not going to brag, but it only took me 15 minutes on that interview. (laughs) Yeah, I think like it is, again, like who you know, um, and being ready for opportunities. Oh, yeah. The network is the biggest thing because, um, again, shout out to Adam Solazun, who does my TV production. He told me, be honest with them. There's nothing wrong with you being in the office and being like, hey, what's your LinkedIn? I want to expand my network. Yeah, Man, there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly, and I think that's good to get people's names down. And like, obviously, the more you know people as well, the more better. Like, I know people in the industry, and they've led on to me yeah. getting jobs. But it's not just that. It's like I'm genuinely friends with these people as yeah. well, like you. Like, yeah. Um, and you- it's funny because like sometimes you can find people through other people. That's what yeah. I love. Yeah. This has happened a lot in this show as well, where we have realized like, oh, I know someone we could use. You know someone we could use. And that's a great I know someone. Well, I know the guys at Creative by 10, but I know someone else who was on your film set. Ooh. And I messaged him about you. Really? Uh, uh, Charlie, a guy called Charlie. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yes. the DOP. And exactly. And it's weird because it's like he's somewhere else in his career. And yeah, you're there. Um, so in another position in your career, and it's you know I know both these people, and it's kind of really sweet yeah, that I'm it's insane. like I'm like yes, Evans meeting these people. I'm I'm actually very happy, and as I said before, like uh, one of the things that I want to do is like work for I want to work for companies, big companies and the stuff, but I want to know people so I can actually help my friends. This is an interesting question, then. So, mm. for example, if you guys go through with yeah. your idea on having your own like. Uh, uh, radio studio and everything. Yeah. Just so you know, you know you're gonna work with me no yes. matter what. Yes, I am. I am. I no matter where I am, I'll bring you content. I'm gonna bring you people. <laughs> I'll do what I can. I, I, I definitely, I am definitely looking at doing. It's that. all about giving back. Never forget that, guys. This is a, a device. I'm looking straight to the camera. 
don't forget to give back to your friends, to your people, to your community. Yeah. It never hurts. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I second that. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't hurt at all. Um, I think like it's also about having like, uh, like I, I kind of view like I don't have a business in the sense of I'm not a I'm only a freelancer. I don't have like a limited liability company, so I don't employ yeah. anyone else. But like I think it's always good to like when you're in these positions to like try and get your friends into also good positions where they're suited because like you know you want the industry to be flooded with your network don't you oh yeah of course you want the industry to be flooded by mr thursdays <laughs> you want when uh, they say oh, uh, a rising tide raises all boats that's what you want with your friends it makes yes, sense yes and like it's the classic me me and the boys when we all get successful and they all drive the lamborghinis <laughs> and the suits jobs for the boys <laughs> jobs for the boys boris does it <laughs> Oh, actually, this is podcast. Yeah, we can go as much as we want to. <laughs> Me and the boys. But yeah, uh... I'm taller than the prime minister. <laughs> Had to get that in there. I'm not a sort, okay? I think like, I, I, I do want to ask a question though regards, with regards to your um, experience working for Created by 10 Film Leicester and your experience working for the BBC because obviously the BBC is state broadcaster oh yeah massive and created by 10 is a it's a freelance freelance more small yeah so it's got money on the small so i'm not saying they're small in terms of i mean i haven't had that much experience with yeah. the bbc my official training starts in two weeks yes so what my initial experience is it takes time they yes. cannot work in one minute they cannot have what they want in one day or in one hour there's a lot of preparation that goes there's a lot of <laughs> people running around and like maybe yeah. we'll have to come back to this like every week then see how yes, you compare it being how you you're working it. at because i think it's such an interesting experience because you're going to be working from you know the state broadcaster and creative by 10 at the same time and it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they work differently uh, i i the first thing that i have noticed because they did give me like a schedule yeah. of all the things i need to learn and it was like two pages long and then i realized yeah no matter what experience you have which is important to have they will want one of the main things they want. They want things their way. You have to learn the system. You have to learn the software, which is not a bad thing. But like most of the smaller companies, they will go with something more universal. Mm. Um, how can I explain more universal software, more universal cameras and all that stuff? Mm -hmm. BBC will have their own thing. Like yeah. they, they have their own RCS system. They will not use like Zeta as we use here or something else. So with the so this is brings another question. Why is it... Um, mm -hmm. um, Why is it a freelance position when they're getting you to do all the training? That's uh, because it's a weird thing. You're yeah. a freelance assistant producer. You need to know everything that basically producer knows. Yeah. But do it on an assistant role. And from what I am understanding, and I'm hoping to build to bring this into existence, this is more like an entry job for a real job. Yeah. Are the are the producers, from what I understand are the producers freelance as well? No. So they they get employed. Yes. Okay. And then, I mean they are the main producers. You're basically yeah. the assistant. You're there you help them and yeah. let's be honest sell yourself let's be honest yeah yeah fair play fair play but that that's cool that is cool um of course i i think like it's just interesting i always find it interesting like what positions are freelance and what positions are you know employed and what i mean when it comes to the assistance last entry job level a lot of it have to be freelance at the yeah start. i don't think See, it's a weird thing because I don't. I I might say this, but I might also be wrong because in some companies it might be right. Mm -hmm. I think higher executives don't get freelance options. However, 
I've seen like news about the video gaming companies and movie companies where they will take execs and be like, oh, they came here to sell, to help this project. And I'm like, oh, so you can literally go from one company to the other and help. Yeah. So I'm like, that sounds weird. I'm pretty sure they're getting compensated. So like on the one side, yeah, it's not as widely known like managers or like yeah. higher level committee members to literally just leave their company, go to the other one and help as freelancers. But it does kind of exist. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you are in an executive level, no, I highly doubt it. Yeah. It's a, you have reached too high. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think an executive producer from the BBC will go and help Netflix. I don't yeah. think it will happen. There's a conflict of interest there, mate. And what do you prefer? Do you prefer the freelance sort of workflow or do you prefer, do you think you prefer the... Thus far, I haven't tried the actual corporate, corporate yeah. thing. I'm very enticed by it because it is a world that I have never explored and I yeah. really wish to explore and I really want to go shoot shopping. <laughs> We're going to go shoot shopping. Yes, we, we do need, need to go. Yes. I, I need a new jacket, okay? I have a cool jacket, but I need to give it a new Because that's the whole thing. Like When we talk about preparing for opportunities, yeah, like um, you don't want to be... Uh, so there's, there's the actual skills. Like yeah. Your camera skills are so important. You know, and... But then there's sort of like your presentation skills. Like, oh, yeah. What, how are you dressed? Like, people are going to judge you by... What, what? Oh, it happens. I mean, I don't think... Like, there are places where they will be chilled with casual and all that stuff. Yeah. But I highly doubt the BBC will want me to walk in there with casual clothing. Even if they approve it, you should go with the mindset that they don't. Yeah. That's a big thing. Because they will see like, oh, this guy's prepared, even if we needed him to do that. Yeah, like, I, I always now go for... Well, I've got a suit. I don't have to wear it. I don't wear it that often. I mean, uh, we're going to do the suit special once the <laughs> camera is fixed. But every time I go into an interview, I'm like, okay, I wear my suit, my black shirt, some nice mm-hmm. tr- trousers and nice shoes. Yeah. You know, I might as, you might as well try and impress them. Um, I don't usually wear a tie. I don't like ties that much. I mean... I can't tie them. I'm more of a bow tie person. I'm more of a bow tie person. I like bow ties. I think they they're look easy, good on me. They're easier to put on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you, you can find them kind of made, so... Yeah. Um, so this Christmas, we're all both wearing bow ties? Yes. We are. We will Second do. that. Second that. Yeah. And we're <laughs> if we're lucky, we're going to do the thing we want. And, uh, where did we going to go? We want to go Nottingham. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go if Nottingham. We can. We'll yeah. go Nottingham. We should, we should do a small trip. It would be fun. Small little trip. Yes. But yeah, like, I think, like, closing, like... Yeah, even that is important, yeah. Like, making... And I mean, like, making sure you don't look scruffy as well. Like, yeah, of course. Like, say... The number one. Say if you went to an interview and you had stuff down, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. You want to look as best as you can. And because it's not... Even when it's freelance, even if it's not... I mean, there's interviews, right? Yeah, but, of course. But then when you're meeting someone freelance, every sort of, like, time you meet them, particularly for the first time, it's kind of like an interview. Yeah, of course. And and Because, like, even your first day is an interview. Yeah. I think uh, every day you might be judged by how you look, how you present yourself. Yeah. This is in co- and it's, it's a constant thing because you're a freelancer, but if you want to keep working with these people, you have to keep impressing them over and over. Yes, exactly. I mean, since this is podcasting and we are allowed to swear, this is the advice that Adam Seljun, again, shout out, gave me. <laughs> before I go to BBC because he I told him that um, he was working on TV he wasn't doing radio but I told him I'll be very nervous so his three advices I love that man and his legendary advice there we go number one go to sleep early wank if you have to (laughs) 
Number two. That's, I wasn't expecting that. He literally told me in my face. He's like, I just wank if you have to. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll wank. <laughs> Number two. Salute. Don't forget the most important part. Get, literally, have a huge shit. <laughs> Because your stomach is going to be killing you. You, you don't want to be like the guy that looks very tight. You want to be loose. You want to be fun. Make sure you have a huge shit when you wake up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this kid keeps getting better. And he's like, and because you'll be literally shitting yourself or metaphorically, arrive half an hour early, go to the closest coffee shop and grab a coffee or a tea because you don't want to show up being all sweaty and all tired. And most importantly, let's say you show up, it will give that half an hour will give you some time to relax, breathe, take the scenery, drink the coffee, hopefully not coffee because... I mean, you already gave a huge shit, but still, coffee can fuck you up. <laughs> so that are the three advices. That's hilarious. Sh- uh, wank, shit, coffee. That, There you go. That, that, that is hilarious. <laughs> uh, do you hear that, Tom Gibbs? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Gibbs, do you hear our advices? Tom, I want like a little animation of all yes. those things. I want an animation. I, can, can you do an animation right now? I want to see like behind me. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see Lego stop motion of someone taking a getting a wank, taking a shit, and then drinking some coffee. That that is such uncontroversial. Con, con, what is it? Uncontroversial, controversial. I don't know what exactly we want to say. That that's such that is such like peculiar. But I've never heard anyone. <laughs> He's very raw, and yeah. I appreciate that. that. I, I think that's. I mean, I wouldn't say it's bad advice. I think it's good. No, advice. it's great advice. Actually, great, yeah. But like, I've never like you don't. Uh, when you go, how to prepare for an interview? <laughs> no one said. <laughs> I've never seen that on any like top five things to do. Tom Gibbs, I want a Google spreadsheet that says. So yes, if you want to, oh my god, this will be clipped, but ah, uh, fuck it. But yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that that's your advice. I think, like, yeah, I think just take that, write them down. Yeah, definitely write, write, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like, so free going back to freelancing. Yeah, it, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> I took a moment to talk about the one shit and, uh, and coffee. <laughs> I think the thing is, is it's like, it's you have to self manage a lot of the time. Yeah, like, and that that can, that, that can be a bitch. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, it can be a fucking bitch. I think once you get yourself into like a routine, um, yeah. And I've tried different sorts of routines. Like I had one last year. What I was doing was like having Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and my Monday was like admin. Wet Tuesday was like um, pre production and marketing. Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday would have been shooting filming and first it would have been editing sort of like very much yeah it works well whole system i mean obviously it didn't always work out that day sometimes you need to shoot one day and edit two days but it's like as a general sort of rule of thumb i quite like that one uh i would say this is very important mm. very well because i lost my train of thought but it is important to self-manage it's the most difficult thing to do mm. and i remember shout out to eric thomas he's a very good uh, life coach and motivation a teacher in America, he was saying, your power is in your routine. If you can put something in your routine, a good habit or something you want to achieve yeah. in your routine, you win. Because the moment something becomes routine, your body gets used to it, your mind gets used to it, you unconsciously do stuff. 
yeah, it's like consistency is more important than yeah. having like a one day where you get everything done. Like I feel of like course. if you do something, you know, like say if you have one that one day where you do like seven hours of work, you or eight, nine, ten, you know, you really go for it. Mm-hmm. But you that's not then you burn out and you have a few days off. You know, you don't want to burn out. You want consistent, reliable yeah. um, routines. And I think that's hard building them, though. I think, like, you have to really, like, you have to put thought into why you want to do something. Like, yeah. I, I finished my master's recently. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I don't have all that work to do. I was, I was very much focused on that film, um, for editing that. And then I saw all of a sudden, I've got excess free time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like... I wanted to think like what I wanted to do because I've I, I've done like different sort I've done loads of different sorts of shoots now, dabbled with different things. I really wanted to figure out, you know, what sort of videos. I know I like to make videos, but I want to know like what sort of videos I like making. Yeah, and for a living, that. there's yeah, a difference exactly. making something for fun. There's yeah. a difference making something for a living. Like for example, I used to do product videos and product photography. Mm-hmm. I have totally said. I mean, I will do it. If if it comes if you, up, of if, course, if, if someone pays me, but I, I I'm not actively pursuing that anymore. Yeah, because I'm not very keen. I don't really want to. I don't I don't like the idea. I, I mean, I could yeah, you can put the time in and become the best something, but I'm not that like interested. I enjoy doing product videos now and again, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's my passion. Yes, and then it's like then you sort of got like, you got like commercials, narrative filmmaking. Mm-hmm. I'm not so keen on. Uh, like narrative filmmaking I do as a hobby I like it yeah I don't but so I like I kind of like um sort of like I'm starting to find out that I like really doing at at this moment in time as well because this can change Uh, I like doing sort of like the sort of brand story videos or like short documentaries like I did one for like a local charity about what they do Mm -hmm. and I love doing that sort of stuff because that's nice because I feel like I, I put it down to I like making videos what have what I feel like have purpose, and so that's sort of like the area I'm exploring. But I'm trying to really like fine tune, you know, the actual yeah. video I want to make. Into- yeah, I get it. You're more selective and more picky yeah. with it, but that's a good thing because you're at this point of your career where you're like, I don't want to just do whatever comes into my way. I want to be picky with yeah. what I choose and how I go about it. I like that exactly. And like in the new year, I'm looking at trying to get. Uh, well, me and Maddie are looking going to London for two weeks. She has to do something with her course to get work nice. experience, and I thought, you know, I'll I'll ha- take that two weeks, and I will go and get work experience, experience in in a different sector. Like, and yeah. but I, the whole thing, what I'm trying to make is, I'm trying to pick the exact one I want to experience. That's a good and thing. I want to try and I want to try and get like more current affairs sort of documentary. That's not bad. That's nice. Something like that, but like. It's, and then I've got a list of all companies what do stuff like that now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, I think at some point in your career, you have to think like, what do I enjoy making videos of? And I have like a list of things I don't and I do. I like that was make, a nice one. I, I, and I wondered like if you have sort of like a similar list. Yeah, well, it's a weird thing because currently I'm at this point in my career where yeah. I, I would do any opportunity I could physically do. Yeah. But there are some caveats. For example, photography is a big no-no for me. Really? I like photography, yeah. but I can't do it. I'm very bad at it. I'm very bad at editing it. I don't like photography. I'm literally dreading the photography lessons in my module. <laughs> that that like level of I don't want to do photography. See, that's weird because I'm really good at photography. 
because mm-hmm. I've just done it so much. But I just, I've lost like, I, I like, I don't want to do it as a career. I've never had. Yeah. So I, like, I don't try and pursue it anymore. Yeah, it's funny. It is a thing where I'm like, I like writing scripts and I'm having fun and I really mm. want to one day go into a script competition because that's actually a dream of mine. Hopefully when I have more free time, I cannot see me right now because I'm intermingled with multiple jobs and multiple stuff, mm. but I can see it in the future, especially if I hit a good placement and basically I have like, I have like a work, but I have also free time. That's when I can like hit something extra that I might want to pursue as well. Uh, at this point though, spe- speaking of the do's and don'ts, I don't have something because I want to explore everything. Mm-hmm. But there are ideas where you're like, I really want to do this. This like goes on the top of the list. I'm not going to say no to the rest, but this goes on the top of the list. I, I, I haven't way, reached the point where I can say like, yeah, I, don't, I won't do it. I cannot be bothered. But I'm pretty sure I will <laughs> eventually. Yeah, I think I think like it's not so much. You can, I mean, obviously, if you need work and you want yeah, me to work, you're going to go for whatever. But like, I I like how you said like, there's that one you get really excited for, and it's and it's interesting when you find that. What like I read job descriptions, you know, and like, oh, well, actually, this is like what I want to do. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And then that's really like, then you're really motivated, and you put all mm-hmm. the effort into getting that. Yeah. But like, um, one thing I really enjoy doing, and I don't know if you've done much of this or not, is I really like um, boxing videos. Boxing videos. I've shot boxing before, filmed it, and did photography for it. Oh, you like like combat sports, like MMA and stuff like that. I, I've not. I've only done boxing. Yeah, well, so, that makes but, sense. But like, I'm sure it will, that would translate to other ones. Yeah, obviously. But, That's but, why I'm saying all combat sports yeah. work like that. And and I don't know if I want to do that as like a long term career thing, but it is like a. You know, like you really is, liked it. Wasn't it? <laughs> when I did it, it was like it, it's it's so much like because it's like uh, I'm I, I pride myself on like my skills as a camera and all mm-hmm. that. It challenges that. Yeah, you know? it's very good because <laughs> you I have like to it because react it's, fast. It, it's very quick react. Very yeah. we're live right now. You got to get the proper shot in, but it's so good because when it works, especially combat sports, it's yeah magic. Yeah, and tell you what, when you got like a, uh, I was on like, I think I was on a fifty mil in mm. photos, and and you know they're going so close, but because you're on a fifty mil, they look like they're even closer. Yeah, so you're yeah, like yeah. right, and I was on the, I was on the edge of the, Ooh. on the frame, so I was like, Boof. and it it, it it gets you hyped up. It's like it's like you're almost doing a sport yourself. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would recommend if you ever get an opportunity to do some boxing oh. video or photos or, you know. That would be nice. I actually like sports, yeah. so I, I would consider that. I'm definitely going to look into, like, trying to find boxing places again and just say, hey, yeah. do you want a boxing video? I mean, my dream is football. If I could ever work in football, either TV or radio, that would be the dream I, for me. I did a football video this week. Mm. Um, I always struggle with ball sports. Um, not that I struggle. It's more like it. it's... With boxing, it's such a small ring. Yeah. So you're very... It's concise. Yeah, yeah. I understand with, that. Uh, with football, we're in this massive I mean, pitch. maybe... And I know it's it has a trade-off. What do I mean by that? Yes, football goes a bit slower, although it's a large uh, thing. Uh, the only alternative to that is basketball, which is not that big in the UK, I know, yeah. but I'm a big NBA fan. And it's yeah. big in Greece and in Spain as well. So, uh, But like in basketball, yes, the court is smaller. But yeah. but you could say like, oh, basketball would be easier to film because the court is smaller. 
the game get way too fast sometimes, especially if it's professional. If it's amateur, it's fine. But this game can go so fast. <laughs> Damn, I don't know how they film basketball sometimes. It's so quick. Yeah, you need to get it from multiple angles. Oh, and yes. You need telephoto lenses, really. Oh, well. you, want, you want the crew, by the way, yeah. for all that stuff. It's not because yeah. like the basic the basic camera they have for football it's basically mounted on a rig and it has yeah. an automotive thing to go right, left, right, left. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the person doing that is the most boring camera out of all of them. I'm yeah. pretty sure the ones that are trying to take the perfect shot of the goal and all that stuff, they are having fun. Yeah. You know the ones what I'm saying, the replays, the ones behind the goalkeeper, there's so many. And of course they have some static and some ones that are automatic, yeah, obviously. But still, the photography is used a lot still in, fo- in football whenever it's scored and everything because uh, newspapers are very alive with that part. Yeah, you still, you still need to get a good shot. Uh, even if it's an online article, you want to have like your own photography like being. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of sports, uh, we spoke about the do's and don'ts. What? Uh, we spoke about uh, freelancing and of course the BBC because of course we can. Yeah. Okay, the BBC. They're always the BBC. Uh, so, what are we on? Are we on? Are we on our Reddit section yet? I don't know actually because I don't think I have brought it up. But until then, please read our mission statement. <laughs> <laughs> this is not mid in cheese. Our mission statement is to raise awareness of need and cheese across the United Kingdom and Northern Ireland. <laughs> we I, want to make... Please keep that in, Tom. <laughs> keep that in. We want to make mead the most popular drink in the world once again because it's a bit unloved. And we want to build our own radio, cinema, media studios. You know, we want all them good things. Actually, that would, that, that would be awesome. I really, I, I, I really like this idea. I'll, I'm like, it's, I'm not really doing it as a business either. I, I just really like the idea of having my own sort of like private radio station. Ooh, one is about distribution. Let me see. Let me just see what questions. Oh, I had one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your opinion on charging for rendering time? Mm, that is actually very tricky. It depends yeah. on what the customer asked for. If they insisted on a certain level of quality that you know is going to raise the rendering time, yeah. you should charge them. Because they are the ones who insisted, no, we have to make this on 4K and it needs to be this, 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 this. Yeah. If it's their fault, yes. If yes. it's not, if it's something you decided to do on your own, yeah, okay, you don't have to. Yeah. This is why I like charging days as well. Um, yeah. Not hours. Because um, I was thinking about it the other day, like, you know, a lot of the time I spend, like, I, I will edit something and then I have to render it for, like, 20 minutes and then, you know, and then you export it for an hour. And I think you should charge for computing time. Oh, yeah, I you should. That, I think that's fair because you can't use your computer. I mean, I always try and do it wisely. I always try and, like, so say if I'm, I know I'm going to go for lunch, I'll be like, I'll render it all now and I'll go for lunch. And then, you know, because I've gone for lunch, it doesn't really w- bite into my working hours. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's times where it's unavoidable. And I think, you know, I think it's fine to charge rendering times. I think I'm pretty sure someone wrote some calculations on that somewhere Ooh. on Reddit. Uh, I think sometimes it's also your computing power as well, because like better computers, com- like I had a bad computer and I wouldn't charge rendering time on that because it will just it will just take forever it'll, but like but then you need but then you need to charge enough so you can upgrade your equipment so have have good day rates i think yeah 
So we're going to do a game. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to do a question because in like 15 minutes I need to be on the radio. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. But the DFS is waiting for me, the Demon Football Show. The You're... Demon, yes. Tune in. I'm going to say tune into that, but this is going to go out after this. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, yeah. But here's the thing. We're going to play something very fun. So I was in Film Blaster and a few days ago. We were talking about and everything. And we were literally, let me find it, uh, documents. We were literally doing a test. Yeah. Something unique, something that never happened before. But I cannot find it. Where is it? Uh, albums? What do you mean? Come on. Uh, I was doing it through computer. That's why it's annoying now. Uh, but give me a minute because, oh, okay, you were good with timings. Let me see. This is my account, yes. So basically what we did, we played a song that uh, our our friend Alex, uh, one of the bosses over at Film Lester made. He made a song, this is free to use. That's why we started. But what I really liked was I asked the person standing next to me what they thought of the song. Mm-hmm. Then we played it around the uh, the uh, the studio. Everyone had their own idea on what the song sounds like. Like, what do you imagine? What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you listen to this music? And we all had something different. And I want to hear your thoughts. What do you think? Then I'll tell what I think. What the room thought. Yeah. And what Alex actually was thinking when he was writing it. Because it, I, th- it, that's that's why I like about music in films a lot. Is this something he's made or? Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. made it himself. Okay. He he's very talented. Uh, Give me a second though. Let me just find it. It's in the groups. Filmmaster. It's in music. Give it a moment. It's a group. Music. Now wait. Is it this one? Because if I can find the track. Documents. I thought it should be in the feed. Feed. Yes. So this is the song that he made. You're going to listen to it live, but you're going to put it next to the microphone so that people at home can listen to it the way. Just play it. It's the first one. one. Then tell me what is the scene that comes in your mind while this music would be playing. Do you want me to commentary? No, no. Just let it play out. Okay, I've already got some ideas. <laughs> I think it's 60 seconds.
Okay, what is your thought? Interesting. I really like that. Originally, like the first thought, the first key, I suppose, mm-hmm. what came to me when I said, "Do you want a commentary?" I was thinking mm-hmm. like a really like, really like an intimate sort of sexy. <laughs> to <laughs> okay. be honest, um, it was a very intimate scene. And then I sort of, as it went on, I felt like it went. It was more like a sad song, and I was thinking more of like that sort of all is lost moment. I Ooh. felt like it was very like it felt like in terms of like things i visually thought it was it was like felt like a night it felt quite city you know quite you know felt quite sad almost yeah so um they're the sort of things i were thinking about while i was okay my scene was basically i can see a quiet argument yeah not exactly an argument but a moment where definitely slow-mo then yeah (laughs) sex neither sex neither no, like an argument between a man and a woman, yeah. and it's like one of those where like, so did she mean anything to you? And then the music plays, boom. It's like, no, it was it was nothing. Yeah, don't lie to me. I like it. I it felt like I come before the storm. My friend Declan said it feels like a lonely astronaut. And if I remember correctly, I don't remember the lady's name, but uh, the lady that was working there for a, a week was like coming like a freelance help and things yeah uh don't remember actually what she said uh, okay i completely forgot about that but everyone had like their own interpretation one of them thought it was sci-fi i was thought it was drama you're in between drama and stuff like that uh to be fair he was telling us that when he was thinking uh, what he got from it was the um, when you get out and there's a light rain and you just feel like I'm finally touching the rain. You know, when there's like too much hot inside and too much stuff happening and your head is like... Yeah, I know. I, okay. It's that yeah. feeling. That's what the song is trying to portray. That makes sense. So I it, can see it. Is it meant to be like a positive feeling? Then? It's supposed to be like a relief feeling. Relief feeling. Yeah. I can. I he can... said also a very sweet story about when he writes, but I'll let him say that when he comes home. Yeah, I thought that was quite interesting because it's interesting how like you know people interpret things differently yeah that's well. why I, I really like music especially yeah. i think it's that whole thing like even with film you mm-hmm. know i you can have a creative intention but that creative intention may be different to what other people think like, yeah always like you know you can, everyone will interpret things a different way exactly and i think that's really really interesting i think that's a good thought exercise as well actually it's very good yeah yeah maybe we should do that more often where we <laughs> listen to art on live and we we um say what they mean <laughs> which is cool because actually tonight i'm going to a um perform music performance ed is doing a music Ooh. performance Ooh. later on today at seven so if you want to come if you're free uh, i might be i'll take a look and it it's it, it, i i would recommend going because i went to the last one and the way they do it is the speakers so you're in, sitting in the auditorium mm-hmm. and the speakers are around you so they're like Ooh. big speakers like this you have very expensive ones and you could hit and a lot of these music students are using things where the music is like um they're using that ability of speakers being around you to make like make it like free sick like surround basically and it, and it makes you really feel it like it really brings you into it's perfect music and, it, and you can sort of close your eyes and sort of like feel like you're somewhere somewhere um 
Somewhere in time. Somewhere. Yeah. I like that. I but like that. I would recommend if you are free to go check that out, even if it is just for 10 minutes, because, you know, it, it, it's very... It's magical. It's mag- Yeah, I really enjoy And Ed's a very talented musician. Yeah, we're going to have him on on the music episode. Definitely. Yes, we will. We'll Actually, be... yeah, we, we should have him on. We'll be reviewing loads of his music. When you have yeah, it and it's like the writing music on movies. It's perfect. Yeah. And we'll, so <laughs> and we'll bring some like instruments and yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is the time yes. we have until now. But of course, as always, our closing argument is: go and make the movie. Go and make the movie. Yay. And Ed, uh, uh, Tom Gibbs, go edit this movie. <laughs> <laughs>